beautiful. We're going to go to a very dark place. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not. We're we're really going to dive in here. Um, So, boys, uh, I I don't know. Have you talked to your apartment complex about the concept of salt? And putting Dude, it on ice I think it's in a parking lot. This is a citywide I think it's issue. all of OP. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to say it. Fuck it. It's, I don't know. Hopefully we don't have broad listeners. Yeah, don't dox us, down. Jordan. <laughs> just don't say the apartment <laughs> complex don't, name. Don't. Um, we live in California. <laughs> but I was talking to Tanner earlier, and literally dox. every city besides I work mm-hmm. Every, like, driving up Oh my god! I just gave. Pin, they're pinpointing us now, Tanner. Jesus. <laughs> I drove on my out. way to work. Every road sucked, and then I went over the highway uh-huh. into mm-hmm. perfect roads. Yeah. Well, there, no I, snow, no ice. I don't know what was. I, like seriously, all the way home tonight. Like, still, we are. <laughs> you know exactly where we live. Oh God! Just bleep it out. They literally know. Exactly. All they're gonna hear is, "What about those roads?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Your apartment complex, apartment, <laughs> yeah, just like literally the number. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was crazy getting over here. Then your uh, your parking lot is just like a sheet of ice again. Dude, like, nearly died. The slush in the streets, like my yeah. tires are ass but yeah this is it's super it's, ass right now i can't luckily yeah super if i have no momentum ass. behind me then it's it takes a good minute to make a turn <laughs> yeah it's it's not good luckily, it's i got new tires yeah so oh, i don't have nice. that issue very good yeah. i'm ready for I was just winter whipping through that snow to be over to be over Dude, i say this every year as soon as christmas is over you can take winter with you yes thank you winter is cute when it's festive and then after that, you're just like, this make, is the bane of my existence. Make Christmas like I'm depressed. The last week of February. <laughs> that would be nice. Would have been. It? I would have enjoyed winter much longer if I could just listen to some jolly old yeah. Christmas music. Now, or... I'm against the Christmas music. Uh, I can listen to it. Well, Christmas sure. Eve, mm-hmm. Christmas Day, and the fact that my office at address, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> um, plays Christmas like right. As November starts, see, I'm a man of I'm a man of holiday. It's you and Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. He, well, Chuck. Chuck likes to listen to it in December. I don't. Okay. If he listens to it any earlier, he he gets he can get grumpy about it. But with like me, I, I'm a man of of holiday. I'm a man of festivity. Uh, I start spooky season September first. I'm off and running on fall and spooky season. I start putting on the horror movies. I start decorating for Halloween. And then, boom, Halloween's over. November 1st. It's time to start preparing for Christmas. What about Thanksgiving? Why is Thanksgiving lost in all of this? I don't... Because I, Thanksgiving, to me, is just a part of the Christmas holiday. I think Thanksgiving needs a rework. It needs a top-to-bottom reconceptualization. Because all it is is just the meal, right? That's the that's entire... Pretty, that's pretty hopefully, it's it just a normal meal. Hopefully. I guess people overeat... <laughs> It was it's, a, it's just okay, Tanner, it's about the, family. The, the guys of the Thanksgiving ham or turkey rolls, mashed potatoes. That's a normal ass dinner. The people at the Thanksgiving <laughs> stuffing. Sure, stuffing. I could just see right now headquarters. It just says Thanksgiving on it, and there's a boardroom <laughs> with the guy at the end. Is like, we need a rebrand. Damn it. Yeah, we are just. I wish break out the Christmas. whiteboards. <laughs> I wish like uh, we, need to, we need to do something about this, man. Octo- well, Oktoberfest is in September, isn't it? traditionally yeah it's like uh, yeah yeah is it yeah yeah. i wish there was some like i don't know why but yeah fall 
like week multiple week long kind of thing like spooky season not halloween though but like sort of just a neutral like just kind of fall autumnal tan banner fest yeah man nothing but nothing rings true to me nothing brings me oh man it just makes me so nostalgic then the orange leaves the cool weather getting maybe a nice cup of apple cider and settling in to watch a nice spooky movie. Something. See, I'm when I say spooky movie too. I'm not talking straight up horror. I'm talking like Halloween. I'm talking like these '80s ones that would have been straight up horror yeah. back in the day, but aren't as scary as they are now. I Scream. Don't think of, oh man, Scream. I don't sets think a the film mood needs to season. be scary to be horror. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I guess. <laughs> I think horror is more of a conceptual. Thing instead mm-hmm. of just uh, purely, yeah. No, I uh, fear provoking. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose I'd be kind of like Jaws. Jaws is horror, right. but not necessarily like scary. And she's like, Jesus, this guy yeah. just got bitten half by a shark. <laughs> Spoiler. I think that what? I think that. Would <laughs> I thought on. the Jaws was about Some, a dentist. Someone got eaten in sh- Jaws. What in the hell? So yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's how I feel about uh, winter. And uh, that's how I feel about the other holidays too. But man, I I, you I count down till to September first because I get that excited about spooky season. Now. I'm more of a summer. I enjoy like I enjoy cold weather because I'm a big dude. Yeah. So cold Same. weather is perfect. Same. But it needs to like for me, cold weather has to have snow on the ground. Yeah. Well, if it's just fucking cold. Yeah. No. There's... Well, yeah, it's it's always because it's 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 become you get rolled into one the stereotypical because like you know I'm a big dude too and they're like you know man it's really hot in here of course it's, <laughs> of course it's hot in here to you fatty it's There's like nothing it's like, nothing man better. I'm just warm all right my cheeks are rosy <laughs> and I'm hot as fuck <laughs> <laughs> the best the best thing in life is uh in the summer stepping out. After the sun's gone down, just breathing in that warm, oh, that is that quite warm nice. summer night air, that nostalgic night air, baby. Yeah, that is it, that's a smell. Un- it's pure nostalgia. Yeah. I just breathe in and then experience all the summers of all my life yeah. in one single instant again. And come great, rushing forward. And, and what's great is that I still feel like no matter how m- m- you know much out of high school and college you are, there's still quite a lot that summer nights bring. That, oh that, yeah, that, that that don't just make you like man. I wish my summer nights were. I don't know. They're just. It just seems to always work out, and I really, I really can appreciate it's just that. Just the evening lasts longer. You know, yeah. the sun mm-hmm. doesn't go down till like seven thirty or eight. That's the biggest. As we sit in our apartment. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make good use of that balcony this year. That is yeah. the biggest bummer ever about winter. Is like Jesus. Okay, on top of it being cold and dreary, you outside go home all day, after work and then you don't do anything. Yeah. yeah, it's five o'clock and it's pitch black outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just not good, man. So I mean, and it's us us Kansans. We get we know it quick. We know it quick when the sun doesn't go down as early. Like the other day, it was like it was well, not the other day. It's been doing this for <laughs> weeks now. It doesn't just days are getting a little yeah, longer. Yeah. Again. It was like oh man, it's five thirty and there's still light outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, am well, I excited? Because we're past the the solstice, right? That's like the shortest day of the year. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it just oh god, it's I can't wait. I can't wait for that either. So every holiday, every every season brings its own. Um, but winter sucks balls 
On today's episode of Cinemax Take, we're just going to talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. I'm not even sure where this episode's going to go. There's been a lot of ice in Kansas recently, and we have really had a hard time finding a good time to do this podcast. So welcome to the first freestyle episode of Cinemax Take. It's all happening right now. Let's dive in. Well, for, for those who are just now listening in, uh, which you wouldn't just now be listening in, why would you just start this the podcast, podcast at, yeah. at this <laughs> random point? Anyways. Uh, you might have noticed uh, you're missing a familiar voice on the podcast table, and that's because our good boy Tim Reichmith has passed away. Oh, my um, God. What? <laughs> Remember when no. I said it was going to get dark at the beginning yeah, of this cast? Uh, Tim's he, dead, everyone. <laughs> he's, he's alive and well, actually. He's he, dead uh, to us. He just has some... Uh, <laughs> he really is. Tim. God, I don't know. that he, motherfucker couldn't make not, one goddamn cast. You do not he miss never watched any of the movies. All he talked about was Winnie <laughs> fucking Pooh. Uh, so he's not joining us tonight. Uh, he is taking a week off. But instead, we have uh, Jordan... Jordan Katzer, our producer slash seducer the himself, uh, over I here. I like the title. I don't know if it's completely accurate. But. He, uh, <laughs> he is joining in today, Jordan. Welcome uh, to the uh, Cinemaxic Podcast again for your you. second episode, really, thank that you've you. been a part of it. So I don't know how much I'm going to have to offer to this if you know, we're talking. Neither do I. Hey, as I said in the title, we're going to be freestyling this one. This one's going to be movie news plus just chatting. Like I think we set the tone by talking about holidays for the good, better half of like. Now that we're months. out. Out of all of the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We just, yeah. No. Oh, I thought you had to. I thought he was going somewhere too. The hands were It up. sounded like you were opposing something. Um, and I'm, as always, the mustache. Instinctually, yes, I'm ready yeah. to fight anything anyone <laughs> says, but whether or not I need to. <laughs> you're, you're already ready. Uh, and of course, the uh, mustachioed macho man across the table, Tanner Rush, is Completely back again accurate. for hey. another another podcast, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Um, also, some more news. Chuck talked to me this week. He um, he uh, told me that he wants to... He's like, you know what? Uh, two times a month might be a little much for me because he doesn't feel oh like he watches God. enough movies. Okay. Uh, so he's going to... What he's going to do is he's going to free ball it. And <laughs> I, I told him, hey, you just let me know when you want to be a part of the podcast and you're more than welcome. There will be a chair. And he said, that's perfect. Cause, yeah. And I told him also... You really don't have to see many movies. I mean, you, I mean, we, look at me. Yeah, look yeah. where I'm at look today. At, you look how far you've come. <laughs> My God, we don't. I'm, I've made it. We we really are just. What I wanted this show to be is, you know, nuanced discussion from just average fans of movies. You know, so you don't necessarily have to watch all of them. But so Chuck could, Chuck will be dropping in here and there as well. So uh, that kind of sets the table for the uh, for the old cast today. Um, Chuck, we're gonna miss you. <laughs> he's gonna be around. He's gonna. It's gonna be a while. He, <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> he, he said. He said. He's like, hey, you know what? We just need to start going to see more movies, and I'll be more into. To, to talking about movies. It's Tell that dude fair. to not live down where he lives. Yeah, he lives far away. <laughs> and move, it's very hard. And move yeah. closer, and we can yeah. go do some stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, that's that's gonna set the table for the podcast today. Let's go ahead and just get into our first topic. Let's go ahead and go straight, straight, full steam ahead. Talking about movies we watched. Talking about 
Movies. movies we watched. Okay. Yes, it is time for movies we watched. Is that the number? Is that the uh, first thing? I don't know what the. I don't think we'll give this a segment noise. We'll just say it's time sure. to talk about movies typically, we watched. Typically with the what we watched, I typically I've that's just, in with the guest interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've watched watch? a lot. Icebreaker. You did? I watched a lot since the last time we talked about. this. Wait until you hear the one that he watched. The main one though. <laughs> It's um, the best. Oh, yeah. So, best of 2017. Uh, first 2019 film I saw was Glass two weekends ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, I heard review. I looked at reviews, or at least Rotten Tomato scores. It's not good. Didn't look. Yeah, the Rotten Tomato scores aren't good, but the uh, the um, fan reviews, was actually, they seem to be enjoying it. Well, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, there's some good things in it, like James McAvoy has... Um, the Horde is entertaining, like he was in Split. I think he's probably the best part of the movie. Um, is the Beast and the Horde the same thing? The Horde is the bad personalities, and the Beast is the leader of the bad personalities. Never seen any yeah, of these movies. Yeah, so tell me no this. How many personalities? Oh, you haven't seen uh, Unbreakable or Split? There's no. like, uh, I think in the, the Horde is like 10 give or take personalities i think he's got like 30 something in total Mm. um so uh so i guess since the movie's been out for a while split right that's the that was the twist of the film was that it's connected to unbreakable Mm -hmm. um so for unbreakable fans i'm sure that was a pleasant surprise Mm -hmm. here's okay here's a dumb analogy i just thought of so you're you're watching, you like Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable's Legos. Mm-hmm. You're playing with Split, and then you realize at the end, it's like, shit, Split's also Legos. Cool. And then Glass is like, here's both those Legos together, but here's the twist of Glass. It wasn't Legos. It was Mega Bloks oh, the entire man. time, you <laughs> idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. I would say Glass is outright disrespectful of wow, really <laughs> unbreakable probably if you're an unbreakable fan i cannot imagine you walking away from this feeling remotely satisfied mm. uh i haven't even seen unbreakable and i felt insulted wow so that is <laughs> that's that's uh, a strong opinion. So of course we are in Jan. Well, no, we're in February. Now. I can Shit. I can identify with that just from the Last Jedi. So I I can <laughs> understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. That was, uh huh. That was we're in the maybe. winter we're in the winter dumping grounds right now where studios <laughs> will push movies that they don't really consider for Oscar contention. Yeah. Um. Of course. So the beginning of a year in film is always rough. Uh, so Glass was. Got us off to a bad start. Okay. Um, what else did I watch? Caught up on a few more 2018 films. Uh, mm-hmm. Game Night, which oh. was really funny. I liked it quite a bit. How can that be profitable for Frito-Lay? Yeah. That is the best line of the whole you, movie. Uh, Meth Damon. <laughs> yes. Meth Damon, yes. Or, um, oh, Jesse Plummins. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't look like a meth head. I don't really get that nickname. I, I think they're just saying that just because he looks just like a slightly off yeah. Matt Damon. Like if Matt Damon did meth, he'd be kind of looking like him. Yeah. I, I like a Matt Damon on meth is still a pretty handsome guy. <laughs> I've never seen it. So <laughs> a meth Matt Damon. Uh, no, that was really one of the better, like straight up comedies I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel McAdams, I thought 
mm. stole the show. Mm. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Have you Rachel seen? McGann. You would like, what? You would like Game Night, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, Game Night. Yeah, she did great in that. They yeah. they actually uh, someone probably looked great in it too. Yeah. <laughs> someone genuinely thought she should have been nominated for an Oscar because of her no, comedic okay. her no, comedic I'm, role in that. If comedies got their own this movie. It, it came out like right at the beginning. Uh, or it was it came out like two months into 2018. So it's it it yeah. Give me it a quick synopsis. So there's this group of friends who they have game nights, right? And then uh, Jason Bateman yep, is. Never mind. He, I know. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right then. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Sorry. that was good. <laughs> Sorry too. <laughs> I also watched Isle of Dogs. Uh, liked it quite a bit. Not my favorite Wes Anderson film, but same. It's same. I'm surprised it's a movie, it's a Wes Anderson film filled with dogs, and he does not kill a single dog the entire movie. Any other Wes Anderson film, if there is a pet in it, the pet will die. I don't know why he does that, but that's a thing, if you haven't noticed it. No, I've noticed. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he always kills pets. Yeah. It's weird. The cat getting flung out the window in Grand Budapest. Yeah. uh, Did he just kill my cat yeah in uh, <laughs> moonrise kingdom right there's a dog that gets hit with like an arrow or something yeah, yeah. um royal tannenbombs dog. i haven't seen royal tannenbombs so well a dog sure dies that. in that oh, so god um, damn it uh, uh yeah oh dogs was good i also watched netflix's polar mm. i was gonna watch that and i heard it got terrible reviews. oh my god dude this movie is trash. Yeah. It is so trash. It's like mm-hmm. uh, if you took, if like a 13-year-old only ever saw um, like a Tarantino film, mm-hmm. or no, it's like John Wick kind of in a little bit of Smoke and Aces, mix that together and then force it through a Michael Bay filter. That is what, that's what sounds delightful. Polar wow. is just wow. It's garbage. Um, it's so bad. I sat. I I remember walking out here and saying, I, "How is it?" So every and you're like, couple it minutes, it just keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> just, it starts never ending. With like the opening scene is just close up after close up shot of this chick's butt getting out of this pool. Hell yeah! And then there's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Who I love Johnny Knoxville, but he's only in this first scene. Um, Spoiler alert, he gets killed off. But there's, I can't even say it. I don't even want to say it. I'm too embarrassed to say it. Say it. it. Say it, you coward. He gets killed (laughs) in the throes of, you know, having some sensual action Mm. going on. Mm -hmm. Is this with the butt girl? With the butt girl, Mm. but she's in on it, right? Oh. Uh, So she sets him up, and he gets killed, and there is a shot of the assassins leaving, like in a helicopter, I think, and Johnny Knoxville's dead body is has an erection, and then the erection slowly deflates, and that's like... That's the that's the whole movie like that boiled down is a little bit too much. I, that's, I didn't want to say it, <laughs> but there it is. It's horrible. That is a little. I'm bit I'm too no much. prude. I feel like if I was twelve, I would be like, oh man, this movie's so edgy, man. Uh, but uh, no patience for this. I don't know why Mads Mikkelsen was in this. He's so much better than. This 
level of movie it's embarrassing yeah um i watched something else i know what you oh, watched. i'll tell you oh jordan knows yeah he wanted you to bring it up say jordan <laughs> Well, so with all the Star Wars hype this week, um, re-watched, uh, I rewatched uh, <laughs> episodes seven. Seven. It was episode seven. Episode seven and oh. eight. Oh, you watched seven? Uh, yeah, I watched seven. Oh, I Tuesday night. Man, the more I watch eight, you love it. The more you love it. According to Letterboxd, you think it's a three and a half star film. Yeah, no, it needs to be out of five, right? Out of five. Both you and Tim gave it three and a half stars. The longer it sits with me, the more I don't like it. (laughs) So, I, you know what? You know what's really funny? I liked it just as much as the last time I watched it. You know, you. I was a little more tired though, so my patience was a little shorter. You know, I'm gonna go on a quick. I'm gonna go on a quick rant. It's a long movie. (laughs) It is a long. movie. You know what's annoying me? Like the 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 thing that people really that really annoyed me about this is that like the whole time like Luke didn't do anything the entire movie and like uh, the the people what people would say is if you were disappointed in the way the character was portrayed and the way Ryan understood the character. People were like, you know, he's he's a Jedi, you know, he's not supposed to, he doesn't need to pull his lightsaber, he could just be a, he could just, like, the the idea that people are upset, and they, they bundle you into this group of people who are just like a bunch of man babies who just cry because Luke didn't do really cool stuff, I'm like, that's what makes Star Wars fun, it's like, Jedi are cool because they get their lightsaber out and are badasses You technically... It did get it out he did he got it out he did get it out but he didn't do anything well, really with I mean, it that's what makes star wars that's he stood what, there and let kylo I, go through him I, yeah how much how much lightsaber action is throughout the original trilogy episode four um there's the obi-wan vader duel that's mm-hmm. it episode five there's yeah. the luke vader duel well he pulls well, well he pulls luke also pulls it out when he's when he is when his uh his ship gets shot down and he has to go like around the the ad ads and stuff like that and then he uses it but sure there's just usage of the lightsaber which is cool sure. which which there really isn't much of that in last jedi period Dude, it's true it's a little restrained in that area but the throne room fight is oh. hype as shit dude i don't it's know it's pretty fucking sweet that's good like scene. peak star wars yeah that's good the, scene. the mm-hmm. kylo ren lightsaber pop over his shoulder uh it's mm. yeah i Ooh. still i still have a the, oh. the, the only <laughs> bummer about that is i still have my gripes with uh with snow getting killed off because i just feel like if you're if you're gonna center the story on kylo being turned and the reason he was turned was because this guy named snoke was able to turn him you're like okay well why did that happen uh, well who is this guy then and again in, in, in a lot of the arguments like who cares who cares who he is well i care who he is because he's I, the central reason think... our main villain is dark so it's like we have no reason. We don't know why he came here to do this. I wish we would have had. Maybe that's what. Again, it's not necessarily fair to do this without episode nine. Mm-hmm. So they might flesh it out. I just feel like Ryan purpose. Not. I just think Ryan took too many liberties with what JJ set up. But on top of that, it's not necessarily Ryan's fault. I blame more uh, Kathleen Kennedy for not saying, "Hey, listen, you're gonna make your movie, and you can take your liberties with this stuff." But here's where we're gonna end up at the end of it. Instead of like, "Hey, here's JJ's movie, and then here's yours." So far, seven and eight, no cohesive narrative at all between them. So many things cut off and whatnot. I just, I, uh, I disagree with that. 
I just because I, I, I just watched them back to back pretty much. Well, I mean, there's the characters carry over and whatnot, but there's like, I what is there left to do in in episode nine? Right, where are we going? Defeat Anything. the first order. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good, again, it's not. I there's don't so think it's totally fair to go back to the casino planet. Me. Yeah, yeah. Defeat just, <laughs> defeat the first order. I just, redeem yeah. redeem Ben Solo. I don't you think want, he'll I don't be want, redeemed? I don't want a guy who killed ah. Han Solo redeemed. I don't want that. I don't want it. I'd be upset at this point. I think what would have been cool, Ryan could have, like, a couple things. If, if Ryan would have kept it virtually the same and kept Luke alive, I would have been okay with that movie. A lot more okay with it than what I am now. And when I say okay, I would have kept it three and a half. Right now, it's like a two out of five for me. If they if they kept everything, but Luke lives, fine. Also, if they if he had balls and said, you know what, Ben is redeemed right now, and Ray goes dark, holy crap, that would have been a different take, and that would have hyped up a lot of people. But that didn't happen either, which I was really hoping that would be the case. Ray goes dark. Or it's something. about. I think that would be cool balance, but I don't think it would never happen. Yeah, no. they're not going to take fans their, would not. Well, they're not going to take their hero. The first female. leading female Star Wars character, yeah. it turn her bad into the bad guy people hate. They would never do Are that. Are you yeah. trying to tell me that Ryan Johnson doesn't have balls because he didn't do the completely no, unreasonable no, no. turn of I, having Ray go evil? Oh, no, no, no. Of all if, the anything, other stuff if, he put in that movie? No, if anything, Ryan, Ryan has, Johnson's a coward. I didn't say that. <laughs> it, I, I'm just saying, uh, no, that, I just wish he would have done that. I wish he would have done some deception like that. If anything, Ryan's like, hey, there is no way anyone who read that script, including Ryan, didn't go, you know, this is going to piss off like 50% of the fan base, if not a lot of people who really liked Force Awakens, which is a a vast majority of people liked Force Awakens. Force Awakens has its detractors. but. Max. A vast majority of people like The Last Jedi. I don't believe that to be true at all. There is. It's n- made so much money, Max. It's the, not even Bob close. Iger, the earnings call, He they iterated how it was like such a massive financial success. It was a massive them. financial success. It wasn't close to it Force Awakens, though. It sold so many Blu-rays, Max. But it wasn't close to Force Awakens. Not we know? It's what, still what was the light years ahead close? of most we don't movies. I don't have it. it yeah. It's still, I mean, it made good money. There's no so doubt about it. how do we know it. that it wasn't close? But, but to say, hold on, but to say that the massive majority of Star Wars fans like, like The Last Jedi. But how can I, you say that the mass majority hated it at the same time? Well, I, I don't. I didn't say the vast majority hated it. I think it's probably, honestly, I think it's probably 60-40-50-50. People, and not say hate it. Wait, wait, what did you just say? 60-40-50-50? Yeah. Like 60-40 people liked it to hated it, 50-50 even. Because the biggest, I think the biggest example is me. Like, I have no reason to hate these movies. Technically, I don't hate at this point, if it could be 66 33 here. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 two to one. Max, <laughs> most people who watch and I'm like kidding. Star Wars don't get on the internet and complain about it. I don't, you know, the, the, I've, I've talked to so many people and I've just asked them, like, what do you think of Last Jedi? None of them, I, I have yet to meet one person, like, like seriously, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. I'm yet to meet one person who's like, dude, I freaking loved it. But did loved they s- it. Most people I know I enjoyed it. Really well, I think it goes, it. it goes. I don't know if you're gonna get. I loved it. Like yeah. you're gonna yeah. get those people that you're gonna get the yeah. little kids yeah. that are going. No, I love it. I just they think, went like, with their I parents. Th- I think the it, perfect example is is me because like I don't have a reason to hate these movies. I've liked the prequels. I've liked the original trilogy. I liked Force Awakens. I thought Rogue One was okay, but I enjoyed it for the most part. I liked Solo. There's no reason I I do not 
I do not. I'm not one of those people who is just a hater to hate on things. Yeah. I, I'm annoyed by those people. I just didn't like Last Jedi. I know Tim didn't like it. I know. So pe- we're the fifty-fifty. It's it's. That's it, what it was. I, I think I, I think forgot about Tim because he's dead to us. I think it's R.I.P. I think it's if you compare like Force Awakens to the Last Jedi, I think it's there's a vast difference between between who liked it versus who didn't like it. I I think there it's a clear difference, but. You know, that's just my opinion. But uh, I'm again, I'm excited. So excited. I don't know if there's a clear difference. I, I from mean, from the base that from from the if you step online from the viewer for, base that you question, there is. If you well, if you step online for a second and you and you go to any Star Wars article on Reddit on I well not even I don't even count those I mean, are people that are speaking out about it. Yeah, those that's, are angry people online. But yeah. I didn't see those people talking about so that half, on Force so Awakens. Listen to this. Yes, in leading up to the Last Jedi. Oh my God, did Reddit turn against the Force Awakens? I don't think that's yes. There was not yes. nearly the amount of vocal outcry as for Force as, Awakens as there is right now. To say there isn't, there's there has been endless. Articles on people hating the Last Jedi, and there's been like yeah, wait, virtually wait, wait, nothing on wait. Force Awakens. So there's some stat out there in the marketing world that more people will speak out if they hate something than pe- the people that love something. Would that not make? Would that? But that proves my point that no. people did not no, like Last Jedi. They wanted to if, talk about no. it. The majority don't like it. It's if I, if I have a positive opinion of something, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah. If I have a negative opinion, then I'll say something. So statistically, you're more likely so you, to see you'll find, negative opinions online than yeah. positive ones, whether or not that actually but that doesn't correlates make, but, to but that does, the general consensus. But the the again, I think it's naive to deny. To act like, are you guys actually pretending that the Last Jedi is like not getting any hate online? No, no, it no, is. It is. It is. But, but I that don't doesn't think... mean that it's hated by a majority or I, yeah, not I a majority. But I, I didn't say more that, than people love it. I, I think there is a. It's clear, just the people that loved it aren't speaking out as is, much. There as the people is that a hate clear it. amount of people though who just do not like the Last Jedi compared to what I saw with the. Force I don't Awakens. think clear, it can though. be proportionately applied to. The general but, but, population. Okay, are you telling me right now though that you think you think the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi is liked and hated just as much each movie? There's no way. Yeah, because we don't have. There's no way. Yeah. I don't. I did. I, there's yeah. no way. Max. Also, most people will. This is most, Force Vision, by the yeah. way. So <laughs> we're, we're doing a mix of two episodes since we were. I've you said guys this short before. On, most people like Star Wars. Most people do not care about it to the extent that me or you do. Yeah. If you're going to go out to someone and be like, what do you think of like The Last Jedi? They'd be like, yeah, I liked it. Or be like, oh, it was kind of weird. Yeah, no, that's that's fine, but like, there's still most I, people aren't going to be like, oh, I hated it, I hated it. I don't think anyone really is like. I mean, they're outside of like really just angry inside people who are like just screaming that they they just hate it. But I mean, I, I, there is there has been so much drama surrounding the Last Jedi that didn't that you know did not happen. The Force Awakens. Can I you be, know it? Can I be real for a second, fam? Yeah, yeah that's also like. Maybe twenty five percent of the reason to fifty percent of the reason why I like the Last Jedi so much is how salty it made everybody. <laughs> that, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's clear I love people things that make fans angry. Yeah, it just yeah. it just it's clear. There's there's I I mean, and again, that's I I just think it's I don't really blame Ryan again either. I just I think it was stupid for Kathleen Kennedy to set all these guys up and not have JJ wrote scripts or wrote the story for the entire trilogy and Kathleen just said, "Hey, you know, you can do whatever you want." And it's like 
that doesn't really serve your fans very well or the story well when you don't have bits that should be connecting a little bit better. Because uh, really what you have is two separate films that I feel like so many things don't connect very well to together. I think all the important things connect. Snoke's not important. That's your opinion, though. Snoke is important. Snoke is a... He is the devil on Kylo Ren's shoulder. Nothing more. He has more of a metaphorical thematic significance than a literal one. i think i think the main villain and arguably main character of your trilogy gets turned to the dark side by this guy named snoke and we don't and and to say like, which happened before the first film it did but so to, it's but not we have particularly no idea, pertinent but, but we have no idea why he chose kylo we have no idea who he is where he came from why he did that it doesn't take long to flesh that skywalker. out skywalker he had that mighty skywalker blood he's not he's he was, a solo that's <laughs> Oh my God, he's a Skywalker Max. too. He's a Solo. He's a. His last name is Solo. That means. Are you saying? I'm your just mother, joking. Your mother I'm has no influence in who you are. It's I'm all your joking. dad because you have no. your dad's last no, name. It, it just Max. I, but but you're fucking patriarchy, Max. No, it's it's. You're ignoring your mom, Max. No, it's it's totally. It, it's. I just think it's. No, there's there's just no. There's such little connectivity between these big plot points that we were excited about and ryan it's not a big plot point that is a big plot point i think that was to people... say that you, you, that's so stupid it's just like hey no. in the middle of no. hey, hey by the way in the second movie uh sauron gets sauron gets killed off and we don't know who he is and we don't know how he's related to gandalf in any way he's just fucking dead now and he's gone for the entire series and you just go oh yeah sauron doesn't matter he doesn't matter he was just the devil on gandalf's shoulder and gandalf fought him off What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Oh, okay. Well, how did he get all these minions? And why did he? Why was he connected to this guy who's the eye in the sky? And what's going on? Oh, it doesn't matter. He died, and it's gone. So you can say that about any villain. And if you're going to argue that Max, about Max, every Max, villain, Max though, Max though, that's Sauron so is the primary antagonist of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Snoke was not set up as the primary antagonist. How is of, he not set up as the primary antagonist when Kylo Ren Kylo is going Ren. to him and getting on a knee and be like, "My master," and he's like. Ugh. And he's clearly more powerful, and he's like, hey, bring her to me, because you can't handle shit. You can't get Rey to get to bring her to me. Bring the girl to me. Everything was saying he is so powerful in Force Awakens. He's going to a chamber where he's massive. And it was a hologram. I just, no, that's, we're going to disagree there. We're going to disagree there. But we need to move on. This is not Force Vision. Yeah. We need to move on. No, okay. no, let's keep going. We got to <laughs> we, we get, get going. What did I watch this week? Uh, this week I watched um, 20 minutes of First Reformed, and um, that has Ethan Hawke. You didn't watch the whole thing? No. It got super depressing for me within 20 minutes, and I said, nope, don't want to watch See, this anymore. We didn't get... Um, for our top 10, the opportunity to talk about honorable mentions. Mm. Um, I would have brought up First Reformed had I thought of it. Super depressing. I don't think I'd ever watch it again, but Ethan Hawke oh, he's good. is so good in he's that good. movie. 20 minutes in, I'm like, Jesus, this guy really? should have got nominated because this is incredible. He's just totally, he's totally in his element. And that's what, uh, Ethan Hawke is the actor's actor type of guy. He is going to bust his ass in every role that he does. And he just, he disappears in this thing. He is totally, like his facial quirks, everything he does. So, but it's, Gattaca, am I, but it was, Gattaca? Am I right? Yeah. But it was so depressing within like the it's first 20 bleak. minutes. I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. So I am sad and I turned it off. For someone that hasn't <laughs> so, heard of this movie or um, seen it. Ethan Hawke plays a 
a priest, priest a, a pastor. pastor. I, I don't think it's um, a priest, he, I guess, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. his his parish is like some little historical church. First like Reformed. The First what, Reformed of okay. whatever town. Um, but he's got some alcohol issues, some issues with depression. Issues with his past. Um, he's just in a bad headspace, but um, one of the people in his congregation, this young pregnant woman played by Amanda Seyfried, uh, comes to him for help because her husband um, is a environmental activist, and he seems to be in a also dark headspace. Um, so uh, Ethan Hawke's character begins talking with him, and the guy's like, "Yeah, the world's ending because the environment's collapsing." And so, um, kind of, he gets sort of pulled into this world of. Um, goes beyond activism to like basically extremism yeah, yeah. um and it's it's bleak it's bleak but <laughs> yeah. it's really good it's so bleak within like i said within like the first 20 minutes i'm like i am uh, thoroughly <laughs> sad and i i do not want to watch this anymore it was did you the, go watch the office after yeah i needed to yourself up <laughs> i needed to i the, the i feel bad film of 2018 really? it is it's just yeah. one of those movies that doesn't do you any favors it's kind of like her it was like almost like hereditary to me it just is bleak through the very you should finish it though yeah the ending my, my boss is the ending hated somewhat Redditary. uplifting hated it hated it yeah it's not one of those movies you really i mean a tanner loved it but it's like one of those that was movies. your number one right yeah even yeah. if you do like it you're like Ugh. but yeah you said it was very <laughs> off-putting yeah oh it's the most off-putting thing yeah. ever yeah i have ever seen in my life but see i like you like that. I like things that make people uncomfortable. Yeah, what's funny too. I'm interested in that. <laughs> what's funny is that movie compared to it, which I loved it. It was one of my like it was my number two movie of the year in twenty seventeen. Uh holy god, does Hereditary blow that movie out of the really? water in terms of just straight up scary and unsettling. Oh my god. That is I mean, it is pretty unsettling as it's on, on its own, but yeah, Hereditary uh, had me had me uh, like yelling um, in terror. That's how bad that was. Really? Um, Did you ever see Green Room? No, I'm not, oh. I wanted to. It's got Patrick Stewart in it, right? Yeah, it's really really gnarly. Uh, my our buddy Chance um, hmm. was telling me he started watching it, but couldn't make it more than like half an hour in because something pretty gross happens early on yeah. and he just started yelling no at his tv <laughs> and then turned it off no <laughs> yeah. no god no no please um i'm trying to think about watch green room it's nauseating yeah that's what i hear um i'm trying to think if i watched anything else this week i don't think i did i, I need you to talk about more that you watch because uh yeah, I literally watched no movies. Hey, it's a, we're like I said, we're freestyling, so we're just gonna we'll call it at that. Tanner watched the movies. I didn't watch anything this week, really. I didn't watch it, for shit. those for those listening. We uh, oh, I remember what else I watched. Even though we're on to you, content. Good. Uh, it was Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay, an oh, yeah, animated, animated film. One, yeah. It was on Hulu. And I saw your I think I watched it Monday night. I was just so bored, and I'm like, sure, let's put this on and. Um, just again, people years ago were all like, "Oh yeah, Marvel might have the the film, the live action market cornered, but DC's got the animated movies down." No, they don't. Well, DC is the only one trying with the animated movies. Marvel I wouldn't really call hasn't. it trying. These the animation's so bad. It's so bad. Flat lighting on these characters. Um, just 
they don't move. Like they'll strike a pose and then just kind of hold it until yeah, they're the given a reason to move. Like there's no life to them. The stories are good, and and most of them. I mean, they're entertaining enough. They're they're really hit or miss on those DC animated ones. The first one, the first Suicide Squad one, where it's like, uh, I can't remember what it was. There there was a there was a Suicide Squad movie that was that was animated that was really good that I, I saw it on Arkham. Right? Yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, but the premise of Hell to Pay is that um, Dr. Fate mm. has a card in his possession that is a literal it sounds like a get out of hell free card. Oh. If you have the card when you die, you don't go to hell. You go straight to heaven. I love so, this. Whoa. This is so really? bizarre and stupid. I love it. Trying to get their hands on this card. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Come it's on. So stupid. That sounds like so awesome. That's like, stupid awesome. It's R rated, but like the animation, just the character designs, it looks like Young Justice, which is a kid's show, but yet people are getting like domed and like, you know, brain matters flying yeah. around. Yeah. Well, that's happening in Young Justice now, by the way. It's ridiculous. Dude, you, if you haven't, it is totally. Totally worth it to pay one month of DC Unlimited and watch Young Justice season three. Didn't, you, still didn't we talk about this and we could find that on Yo-ho. the Xbox Store? You could. I don't know if they, I don't <laughs> or whatever. Do something one, like that, right? Season one and two. That, that's the show we were discussing, yeah, though. Yeah, but I don't know about season three. But man, <laughs> it is so good. And it's they they've like taken full justice of being on like a streaming platform now because like this one character, uh, she gets. <laughs> She gets reborn every time, like and she she can heal herself, but she dies in some real gnarly ways, and it's like oh, she, um, but yeah, hell to pay, huh? There's so a a villain you maybe are already familiar with this character. I'm less versed in DC than I am with Marvel. Yeah, who's it? Aquaman. Um, but <laughs> there is a bad guy named. Vandal Savage. Oh yeah, Vandal Savage. Time time traveling. Uh, like an immortal, a, immortal caveman man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> he has <laughs> that laugh. <It's> a, <laughs> That's good. He has a daughter named Scandal Savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. That's good. <laughs> Oh my god. Scandal Dude, Savage. I don't want to knock on DC. I'm sure Marvel's guilty, oh, they, but yeah. they've got some bad names in the Ooh, DC universe. That is like hilarious. uh there's Scandal like Savage. Sportsmaster. Sportsmaster. Oh jeez. God. Yeah. Scandal Sport, Savage, daughter man. of Vandal. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's so funny. Dude, Sportsmaster though is dope in Young Justice. Yeah, he, that's where I They saw they make him. him they make him a great character in that show. But yeah, it's yeah, they could be they could be bad, but um, okay. Well, that's that's the segment what we watched this week. Let's move on into our next segment, which is gonna have a chime in the news. There's been stuff added since I looked at it last. Yeah, I, I, was like, I was like, well, I looked at the in the news segment. I was like, shit, we got one thing oh, on the in the news. I had an update to a news story we What's talked that? about. Maybe you had this in mind. Um, Warner Brothers has denied that a Batman Beyond animated film is in the works. Yeah, um, and then someone else on Twitter tweeted that like this is WB isn't going to confirm a movie that has literally just started to develop. That's true. So they could be just keeping their lips sealed. I. Again, 
would much rather see a live action. Same here. I would like an animated one, but at the same time, like I would love a like I I thought Star Wars prequel. Think Star Wars prequels, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Batman, the Batman Beyond feel in a live action movie. Oh my god, I would love that in a cyberpunk futuristic world with Batman yeah. flying around. Yeah. And if anyone watched the Batman Beyond series, it's it's great. It's dark, but it's also very Terry McGinnis is a very oh, young so guy. Cool. It's so good. It's it I love the villains they come it, up it's with. It's like the most too early two thousand show of all it time. It really is. And it was I think I believe Batman Beyond was created in that show. I don't believe it was a comic character before. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it was such a great character. So I love that. So that yeah, that thank you for updating us on that. And actually James Gunn, another update is officially signed on to direct suicide squad 2 um which i'm excited now i'm really? super excited yeah talk about like an upgrade you just went from like went from- <laughs> the shittiest movie ever to like a guy who's got you legitimately excited to see the sequel to it because it's james gunn yeah and he's obviously a great with a ragtag ensemble movie yeah also guardians of the galaxy 3 is going to use james gunn's script yeah, apparently they really i think Faggy reiterated recently that they are going to have a Guardians so did, 3. And, and yeah, and Chris Pratt said we're going to use his and script. using his script. Um, Which I imagine they did with his blessing. I saw oh, yeah. some quote, yeah, I guess, uh, someone... Oop. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe a big middle finger to James. <laughs> someone asked uh, Taker Waititi if, if he oh, had been yeah. approached to direct it, and yeah. I think he said like he didn't want to because it would feel too awkward or something. Yeah, mm. yeah he's like so. it's like showing up to some kid's house and saying, "Hey, I'm your dad now." Yeah. Um, uh, so who knows if uh, Batista is going to be back then? I I imagine he would only be back with insistence upon James Gunn to go back. Yeah, that yeah. would probably be the only thing I could see is like James like literally talking to me like, dude please go back and finish this trilogy out for me because I need to see you be Drax again one last time. And, and, and like, maybe then he's like, Hey, I'll give you, he, you know, it's not illegal for James to give him pointers and stuff like that. Not as the director. Oh, sure. So, uh, I, I imagine if he does, it's going to be with the, uh, with, um, uh, James Gunn's blessing. So, um, yeah, I mean, cause the, the only thing that bums me out is that like, we, you know, with uh, James Gunn trilogies first, I mean, now it's Guardians of the Galaxy, and last time we never got that Scooby Doo three, so uh, you just wonder when are we gonna get that complete trilogy? Real talk, <laughs> I love the Scooby Doo film. I love it right now because the Shaggy meme that's going around. Oh yeah, but no, I've I've been a proponent of James Gunn's Scooby Doo film. You, you stand for years. You, you stand. Uh, Don't Scooby-Doo's. stand. Stands a negative term, Max. <laughs> I learned this today. I was watching a, a video. Thing. It's supposed to be negative, but people are trying to make it a yeah. positive thing. It's it's a very bad obsession. But um, yeah. I Scooby Doo is one of my favorite things of all time. Top, probably, I mean, easily top five in my pop culture yeah. list. Easily. Um, I did not, I loved it as a kid, do not like it as an adult, uh, very much Scooby-Doo at all. There's just some weird skeeziness to it with like the, the sexy jokes and what the sex jokes and like all that stuff. I'm like, Oh, the movie? Yeah. I'm like, this is coming off a little icky to me. Like you're doing, you're bastardizing Scooby-Doo by making like Fred get in Daphne's body and like look at himself. He originally, gum, gum, gun, originally, yeah, which I, I don't really like the whole edgy take on children's things, but, um, you know, you could do a really good Scooby-Doo movie, make a really good mystery movie based in Scooby-Doo's world, which 
If you haven't, I'm not joking, and I've probably said this before on this podcast, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, the cartoon show that came out in like 2012 and ran for two seasons, is one of the greatest cartoon shows I've ever watched in my life. People yeah. say it's funny. I've never Hol- watched it. Hilarious. If you've watched the original Scooby-Doo, like Where Are You and whatnot, mm. there are some super meta jokes that land almost every time with me. The The story is overarching. It's like it's literally connected episode to episode. It is dark in parts. Like people die and stuff. It really? is so and the mystery is actually there and the world building man the world building of coolsville it's like it's it's so awesome it's such a great show you ever you have to see scooby-doo mystery incorporated you gotta stream it it's so good real quick if, if you ever come across the fan theory that the world of scooby-doo takes place in like some horrible economic depression yes because all the villains like, are they're all like doctors <laughs> yeah. or yeah um professors yeah. that are it's, it makes sense because it actually took place during a bad economic period yeah. when the show was being created. So it's like, yeah, all the – it's supposedly – that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, anyways. Interesting. But, yeah. Um, anyway, so James Gunn, yeah, uh, is unofficially direct Suicide Squad too. The second thing nice. I want to say is there is um, a new Edgar Wright film coming out, and it's called uh, – it's a thriller called The Last Night in Soho, and it's going to have um, – Anya, Anya Taylor. We Joy. talked about this. Yeah, someone predicted it. Yeah, apparently so said. I, I tried to find the Reddit post when that was yeah. announced. The top comment was like, "Man, this person totally called it." Yeah, and, and then he's like, "I knew it." I yeah. wish I could give credit to that dude. But, so uh, yeah, yeah, obviously from Split and The Witch, uh, fame from those. If she you know had her big break from those two movies, I'd say. And so she's going to be starring in this new Edgar Wright movie. Um, we really don't know much about it other than it's going to obviously take place in Soho and it's a thriller. So anything Edgar Wright does, I'm excited. For I've loved it. everything he's done. I haven't seen Scott Pilgrim. Oh, dude! What? I know. Oh, I know my. that's one of your favorites. I might have Holy it. shit! I, have it. I, would, I, have I don't it. have it on Blu-ray. I have it on Blu-ray. I don't. I think it's dude. on Amazon or Netflix too. It's so I mean, it is on Netflix. Yeah, I know. actually oh my just God, scroll past, dude, dude. Max. When I <laughs> I saw that in theaters and it was it was so good. I didn't. I did not see it in theaters. I oh. remember seeing the trailers and thinking mm-hmm. like, eh. yeah. But then a year or two later, my brother-in-law brought it over to the house and watched it i swear i watched that movie so good five times in one week wow. because we Dude. kept calling people like have you seen this and then like <laughs> making them s- yeah it's amazing i need to watch it then i need Let's to watch it. Say, I'll watch it tonight i'll it, watch it tonight it was so good that a lenticular from the theater that i worked at went missing, missing. <laughs> oh yeah i remember <laughs> you were the theater that, you were the theater hookup yeah. i remember when like i was really into collecting movie posters and i would always yeah. ask you if you had any i did all the marketing there yeah yeah like putting up the posters all that shit Dude, all of and it's got uh, mary elizabeth winstead oh, uh <laughs> purple hair short um, purple hair brie larson <laughs> mm-hmm. um chris evans thomas jane Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah, Anna Kendrick is in it. It's got a, it's got a. Kieran Culkin is in it. Not Macaulay, although Kieran was in Home Alone also. Oh yeah, he was the kid who was asking questions or something like that, right? He was doing something. Uh, real quick, this isn't a plug, but I recently came across another podcast called Wizard and the Bruiser, where they do like kind of pop culture mm-hmm. subjects and break down like the history of it. So uh-huh. there was an episode on Home Alone. Apparently Kieran Culkin was only in Home Alone because Papa Culkin 
demanded it demanded the oh. studio if they wanted macaulay then because i guess he wanted all his kids to be stars yeah. it's an interesting yeah. bit of trivia also shout out to macaulay Culkin. he's looking healthy he's looking he's looking like you he's know, from the uh, apparently he retired at like age 14 and well, has just been living off oh yeah his money like this entire time he doesn't need it yeah. anymore he's got i mean they play home alone on every channel during the christmas time and he gets residuals from that he shows up on um some red letter media stuff every oh, d- oh you know yeah. he did that they do that oh man this is a show i wish i created they do this uh which we could probably best do of a the playoff worst. best of the worst yeah yeah, yeah. they That's spin amazing. and you you <laughs> you land on a shitty vhs movie and then you they watch it in they in watch totality. three bad b movies <laughs> and like oh, really? have to and like sometimes they're decide what what's the best. And sometimes the they aren't even B movies. Like this is straight up torture. It's like aerobics for eighty year olds. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, straight so up from the ninth, like for like seventy five. The, yeah. And they have to watch that. The whole wheel thing. of the worst is yes. when they'll do oh. like just anything. Oh man, I I love that concept. Yeah. I think that's such a great idea. That's, and they're long. They're long episodes. It's my favorite YouTube content. It is yeah. good. Like, it is good. Which, by the way, you know, Plunkett didn't like Last Jedi. I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it's a, uh, it's that's a, it. The majority hated it. <laughs> it's it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, care. that's a great that's a great concept. I wish I damn I wish I watched it. But yeah, he did. He was on the latest episode of that or something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, watch Scott Pilgrim though. Yeah, I need for to real do that. tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna love the shit out of well, it. Well, I've loved literally again everything Edgar Wright's oh, done. It's gonna be so uh, good. When we do. You need to because I think Edgar Wright's one of um, the directors we should do a deep dive oh on yeah, yeah absolutely that that's like the one i could actually talk about yeah 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 director uh yeah that's actually a new yeah for we're going to be doing this uh segment that's going to be a special episodes that are going to be called a uh, we don't know what they're called yet don't, don't say it yet called, yeah. we gotta we gotta think I'm like well i'm liking the name director deep dive I think that's because we use is, dive in. Deep quite dive a lot. is used way too much in the <laughs> business world yeah director <laughs> long sink i think we might have some director <laughs> long sink <laughs> I was thinking of a re- literally a really long bathroom sink when you said that. Yeah, directors I've seen getting stuff that. Like get that. really long sinks. I've seen stuff like but that. I've yeah, seen a long uh, sink. The idea. They're everywhere nowadays. Is that we all watch as Often many in uh, restaurant kitchens. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, sorry, Tanner. Director's Golan. filmography. Yeah, that would be a great one to go. And to. then kind of go film by film, discuss yeah. it. We could do that for Wes Anderson. We could do it for Edgar Wright. We could do it for Christopher Nolan. Director, really. It would be mm. really fun to do it for, like, um, now I'm blanking on his name, uh, The Master of Suspense. Uh, Hitchcock? Hitchcock. It would be cool to do that for Hitchcock stuff. Um, did I, I, I've asked you this probably a hundred times already on the podcast, but have you seen Rear Window? Yeah. Oh, man, have you seen Rear Window? I've seen Disturbia, which is pretty close, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually... It's uh, better, actually. It's got Shia LaBeouf. It's fantastic. <laughs> I can do this because... I'll, I'll one-up that movie. Uh, Disturbia, please? I I got my Sorry, dad... Rear Window. I got my dad a Hitchcock collection for Christmas. Oh, so yeah. So it's got, like, um, Psycho and Rear Window and North by Northwest in it. I have this really cool poster for Rear Window. It's, like... It's it's a very horizontal poster, but it shows the entire courtyard and it has like all these little drawings of the people. It's just him sitting windows. up at the window as a silhouette, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there's yeah, it's it's so good. I actually watched so that good. film in high school. It, it was a psychology class. God, I don't know why, but we watched it in school. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Your your professor is like, I don't feel like doing anything <laughs> for the next week. Let's just throw this on and yeah. go for it. Um, but yeah, so that's that'd be a good idea. But yeah, I have loved everything Edgar Wright's done, so I'm sure I will like this. Oh, as dude, well. you're gonna love it, guaranteed, hundred um, percent. Vast majority love that movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it sells a ton of merch and stuff like that, too. So oh, it's so I gotta, good. I gotta, it's I gotta, amazing. I gotta dive into that. So good. And uh, lastly, on the news segment here, I want to talk about, uh, just because I thought it was interesting, we got a little snippet of uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's yeah. uh, newest newest uh, work uh, based off the you know, children's horror book uh, that I never really read, and I never read it because it looked horrifying. Really? My brother had it, and it seriously, just the cover scared the hell out so of me. So here's, here's the thing. Um... Well, Guillermo's producing it, right? Mm-hmm. He's not directing it. I saw the little trailer they had on the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think it's going to work without trying to replicate the visual style of those illustrations, which, I mean, they're very blobby and weird, and I don't know how that would work as a movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's no from what I got from the trailer, it doesn't look like there's much of a visual style to the film. Um, which, were you pulling up? I was just looking. Illustrations I remember showing? seeing that book in, when I was a kid. Yeah, those pictures were everything. Yeah. That was like the whole experience really was, and I think they released later editions with different illustrations because like, you know, kids can't handle things mm. these days or I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if yeah. you didn't, so was there a trailer that was shown? Yeah, it was like it just it wasn't even just a trailer. A it was like a little teaser. twenty seconds long. Yeah, okay. Um, one of the main monsters. Girl has a spider in her face. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I uh, probably would be terrified to watch that, but because uh, Guillermo is he knows horror, he's really good at just unsettling stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it seems risky to me because those books. That's such like a, a touchstone for people like my age and you know a little older and a little younger. I, everyone I know has vivid memories of reading those. Sure, but I guess night. if you, I guess I guess you probably couldn't ask for a better director to you know to um, treat that who's just memory it. well. Oh, he's just producing it. Yeah, Guillermo's just producing. Well, his it. name's like all over it, so I'm assuming yeah. he he's like pretty much in charge of everything. I mean, and I, I mean, he doesn't really necessarily need to direct, but yeah, yeah. And you could almost like I never read this book, but this movie like like a black and white. Yeah, styling. this could be an animated film. If or that, yeah, it could be animated. Budget, I think animation would lend itself well to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that pretty much covers everything that was in the news. Honestly, everything I wanted to touch on. I know it's we were just kind of we wanted to keep this one a little quicker than normal episodes, anyway. So, um, I don't know if that's actually happening, but uh, <laughs> it might not be. Something but, uh, interesting. Oh, uh, Rebecca Ferguson is confirmed to be back for the next Mission Impossible. Oh, great! I love her character, and that's so that's great. Um, and Elizabeth Banks is going to be directing a new take on Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, it's going to have uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, Naomi yeah. Scott, Naomi and Scott. this third actress. Huh. Let me look up her name. She does not look familiar to me. Keep talking. I can hear your forehead. <laughs> or your, it's rubbing on your bean. My bean. Your bean. <laughs> uh, you got this, T. Mm. I believe. I like the noise. No silence. Ella Belinska. <laughs> don't know who that is. I don't either. 
Well, yeah, those looked interesting as well. So that's uh, I'm interested. I, I don't. I literally could care less Shit. about Charlie's Angels. So did you ever <laughs> see the the one with Charlie Theron and yep. um, Drew Barrymore, right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, uh, Halle Berry, is she in there? No, mm. uh, it was um, uh, Lucy Liu. Yeah, I think it was Lucy Liu. Uh, that's the one from the '90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, Tom Green. I, yeah, I vividly remember the VHS tape What's of that. What's his face? Uh, fuck, Crispin Pierce Brosnan. Glover. Pierce Brosnan. Yes, I don't. I'm blanking. I just. Anyways, blanked. but Sorry. yeah, I, I vividly remember the VHS tape of that because my sister owned the movie. But uh, I, I, don't know I forgot funny. you had a sister. I do. I think I forget that every time. <laughs> I as have well. four nieces and nephews. I think I've seen her once. Yeah, that could be. That could be it. I mean, yeah. you were in a, She wasn't around anytime you had met Charlie. I remember uh, a night where Chuck got a hold of like her, because she was in the Navy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he got a hold of like her yes. Navy shirt, yes. and like it barely oh, fit oh him. God. So like he undid a bunch of buttons and was just going. You around. guys, there's videos <laughs> of Chuck because we we made like some infomercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys went to. The <laughs> oh, store. it was like a hotline thing. A hotline thing. Like phone scams. <laughs> phone scams. <laughs> I, I think we went this. to the store, but you then the, the big store. thing was Chuck talking about phone skanks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, as he's laying on Dan's couch. Yeah, I remember call this. Phone skanks. I remember. Th- I remember this. I. Oh my god, I remember this so much. Yeah, that was. If we ever launch a Patreon, that'll have to be a. a <laughs> that'll a, be a bonus. See <laughs> Charlie in a super footage. tight shirt from 2007. Uh, I bet Brendan still has that somewhere. Um. <laughs> yeah. probably um well um okay that's gonna be in the news let's move on to our last segment and that is our main topic this is who's in the cow right yeah yep. um so as you all know matt reeves has a new batman movie coming uh he started announcing some really cool stuff about that about you know there's gonna be a there's gonna be a a rogues gallery for sure and uh there's gonna be younger batman and um it's gonna be a detective film told straight from batman's perspective uh so it's gonna be really cool but the biggest question hmm? when they when you say young are we just talking like early batman days like he's been batman for like yeah he's been batman for like i think 20s if i would imagine he's been batman for like five years five or three or five years so he's he's new still new to the, the gotham streets but um so we don't know is who is going to be playing this younger Batman. And I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on who you'd want to see uh, in the cowl. Now, just some suggestions. Uh, some favorite early favorites have been Army Hammer, uh, Kit Harrington, um, whoever played Eddard Stark. Kit, Kit's Kit. too short. Kit is too short, but so is Michael Keaton, and somehow they made that work. I mean, they could get creative. I do like Kit Harrington. Um, I not a good Batman. Yeah, no, I think they need. I think Batman needs to be taller. Absolutely, I think he needs to be like six foot three at the six foot two at the very least. Let me look up six foot two actors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Army Hammer would meet that qualification. Uh, hell, well, I, you can't do this because he was Slade Wilson now, so that wouldn't work. Um, uh, m- uh, what's his face? He's married to that the the hot girl from Modern Family. Oh, sure. He played. Uh, he played. Um. Flash Thompson and Spider Man. M starts with an M. Mal. So oh. he was from what? Sorry. Manu B. 
Bennett, no, Manu Bennett played Slade Wilson in the Arrow thing. Um, I met Manu Bennett. Manu Ginobili. I don't know. I couldn't. Who uh, you talking about? Uh, he played Manu Bennett. Played uh, Slade Wilson. Played uh, Deathstroke in Arrow. And uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, uh, I watched Arrow. And I can't. I'm blanking. And, and anyways, I met him at a Comic Con, and I couldn't understand a word he said because he spoke under his breath. Really, he's like, "Hey man, he's got it." The guard, the gravel voice. Yes, Joe Magnello. Oh yeah, would have been a good too, Batman. Too old, but, but but well, he could look younger. But yeah, they need a they need a younger. That, I think that would guy. be a good pick, though. Someone keeps bringing up someone keeps bringing up Baby Driver. What's his face? Um, Apparently, Ansel Elgort. Uh, yeah, they yeah. keeps bringing up him as a possible favorite, and I just want to say. If it's Ansel, I'm going to throw myself I mean, that's off like the roof. The, that's like the right age. It's the right age, but he does not look like Bruce Wayne at all. Like, to me, I do not see Bruce Wayne at all when I see him. <laughs> I, no. You're really thinking that one over. He Man. just looks young. He's too baby-faced. Young, young. Yeah, yeah, too baby-faced. It just, it just won't work out. So, But I would like to see, honestly, I think... Uh, oh, and someone else mentioned this. Vegas is odds, the favorite, to be Batman. Is oh really? Still, Jake Gyllenhaal. It won't happen. I know. Well, maybe you never know. You never know. He's only. I. I. I highly doubt that he um, signed on for more movies than just one as Mysterio. And apparently, there is no such contract stipulations that mean you can't be in a DC movie if you're in a Marvel movie. Because um, like there is a couple of people who have crossed over from DC and Marvel movies to be in be in them. Sorry, I'm just looking. No, but uh, I was just thinking. But uh, yeah, so Jake Gyllenhaal is still an early favorite. I would love Jake Gyllenhaal, Bruce Wayne. I think that works. I, I think that works big time. Yeah. I'm just trying His to voice is a little with off. the cowl on, and it just seems weird. You know, that's how it is, though, with everyone okay. until you see him in it. Sure. Like, Christian Bale, I was like, how's that going to look? Ben Affleck, I was like, how's that? That's not going to look good. They have to they have to figure it out to make it look good on him, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a perfect Batman. There is a great young Batman. I don't know if um I don't know if his voice particularly matches a Bruce Wayne, which is my one cuz he kind of has a very mm. higher a very higher pitched voice, but um, um Carl Urban that wouldn't be a bad one. That wouldn't be bad, but I think he still kind of comes off like he's older. Like, he's Ben Affleck's age. He looks Ben Affleck's age. Yeah. I don't think you can make him look... Uh, I mean, they keep, if, it, if they were going to go with a guy like Carl Urban, for instance, then they should have just kept Ben Affleck and tried to age him down. Um, So I don't... I don't know. I don't know who they're going to... I'm actually very much stumped on this, because... Like, yeah, the, this the, is weird. Yeah. I mean, the people who bring... The people bring up, like, younger guys, I'm like, Man, I don't want any of them. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, this is a relatively unknown uh, casting as Bruce Wayne. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you guys have any like Sorry, particular I'm, favorite? I'm, no, it's okay. I just I can't think. I'm of... just trying to think of who would. Uh, here's let me read off like uh, let me look up real quick. Uh, who could play Batman? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have been doing. <laughs> I, I think I also Googled that same phrase. Did you? And there should be like a top 10 list by a lot of people. Uh, here's 
Bat- the Batman 15 actors who can place Ben Affleck. Number, oh God, this is one of those slideshows where you have to go page to page. Oh, the Screen Rant article? Yes. I'm looking at it, but again, these are all older actors. Matt Bomber. Like how Like how old would well, they, was, how old do you think they could go, high they could go, I and still make could, it look young? I think they could go high. What about, okay, I'm also, gonna I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say that. How about Jake McDormand? I have no idea who that is. From The Limitless, <laughs> the TV show on Netflix? Oh, I don't know. He's, you know he's different looking, but I got interested in. Um, Bat- and the only thing that's like a comedy, so it's hard to fucking even. With um, Batman verse. Ooh, Colin Farrell. I don't know if he'd look young he's enough. He's older though. too. Yeah. yeah. Here's, guys. I think young young Batman is just dumb. Yeah, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the idea. Um, I mean, every single one of these guys. I would love to see John Hamm be Batman. I think he would be Juan Hamon. Perfect. Um, that's from Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, it, I think dumb be, reference no one's going to get. He'd be a perfect Batman, but um, he's too old to be the next Batman. But you remember Batman... Ooh, Luke Evans, maybe? Batman Loves Superman, um, how they cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan and the lady from The Walking Dead as Pa and Ma Wayne. Yeah. And people are like, those are some kind of recognizable people just to be in this film for two freaking minutes yeah i think it was done as a favor um well some people were speculating maybe flashpoint we would get an alternate thing where i guess um in the comics uh instead of the parents dying bruce gets killed and then so martha goes crazy and becomes the joker and then the dad becomes batman there is and i was like that sounds like a cool movie there is a rumor out there that i just recently saw that there is a scene that has been shot of that of bruce getting shot just to set up a potential flashpoint but uh, i don't know if i there's any credibility to it but that would have been interesting that i would like to see that a batman with guns but jeffrey like, dean morgan would have been the perfect futuristic bruce Wayne inappropriate batman. alternate batman oh, shooting he would guns been, he would not like perfect. main batman yeah yeah yeah, yeah, guns. yeah yeah like psychotic yeah. killer batman and would. a gender bent joker yeah no those would have been perfect castings especially especially the jeffrey dean morgan one but yeah, yeah well i was just glad because when they announced the flash movie it was going to be flashpoint i was like oh why it's the reset button. this is ex- well no i was like maybe but i was like you're gonna do the exact same thing justice league just did you rushed into it you goofed you done goofed you did what bvs did you killed superman off too quick goofed you did justice league rushing all those characters together too quick goofed flashpoint the the biggest central thing that's ever happened to the flash character i would have to say <laughs> making that the first movie goofed Goof. I have a question. Yeah. Um. So, Yellow Flash Man, mm-hmm. is his name Reverse Flash or is it Zoom? Um, or are they the same person? It's different. There's they're different. Reverse Fla- universe. How yeah. do you know this? Because I'm a freaking genius. You watch the Flash? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. The, the Flash. So in the TV show, so, so Zoom and Reverse Flash are from different yeah. universes. And on the TV show, Zoom is like a black Flash type of guy, and in the in reverse flash is just yellow flash but if you in the comics it's kind of like they're really it's not very definitive either it's like zoom and reverse flash can sometimes be the same but also sometimes be different people i've i haven't really gotten to the bottom of it so back to um suicide squad hell today <laughs> oh, i forgot about this one of the people looking for the get out of hell free card is zoom who i thought was reverse mm. flash but they kept calling zoom so it confused me oh. um <laughs> 
Oh God. This is a spoiler, but I don't care. Um, he's after it because in an alternate future, Batman. <laughs> Batman shoots him in the head. <laughs> There's a hole going straight through the middle of his head. <laughs> But so before oh, he, this must be from Flashpoint. Before he dies, he runs back in time so fast to go find this card, and like, but like throughout the thing, like he's not moving quite as quick. So characters are like, "What's going on with him?" So when he reveals it, he pulls his cowl down and yeah, <laughs> bullet through his head. He's just running so fast he hasn't died yet, uh, but there's a hole in his head. Oh God. <laughs> so, I need to watch this movie. This sounds just my type of ridiculous. Uh, I think it's on. Um, I think it's, it's on, on Hulu. My, I think it's on my. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe I'll watch that too. Um, well, okay. I think that should do it for our show today. Honestly, <laughs> I think we did. We did the best we could with as many resources as we had. There is a little, uh, as you guys may have known, especially our local listeners. Uh, we had a little bit of an ice issue, so we've had really big struggling. Uh, really big struggling. Real big struggling. Real big struggles. It's real big struggling. <laughs> To get to go to and record a podcast. <laughs> um, so we had a bunch of things planned for this week that we had to postpone. So here's what you got to look forward to. Uh, next week we're gonna have so we can postpone them again. Yeah, uh, weather permitting, <laughs> weather permitting. Next Just week, fucking ice is all week. Next yeah. week, <laughs> yeah. Next week we're gonna have a great Cinemaxic episode. We're gonna have my friend Brianna call in. She's gonna tell us all about the Sundance Festival and movies we need to look out for. Super excited to have her on as a guest. We're gonna have our next Force Vision episode, which been has been delayed like another week. So it's gonna be like three weeks since we had our last Force Talking Vision. Talking the Last Jedi. So we're yeah, it's the Last Jedi again. <laughs> now we'll part we're, twelve. We're gonna do fresh content. We're gonna let the Last Jedi die and and bury it just like uh, Kylo. Ren I'm gonna did. let it live. And uh, and then we, heart. we are for sure going to record a new uh, common room because we haven't done that in two months, and we were supposed to do that monthly. But, uh, you know, there just hasn't been that many Harry Potter news. So we're going to yeah, gather some, and we're going to make something happen. So we're going to have three things to record next week. You're at least going to get two of them. Common Room will be coming very shortly, if not next week as well. But I think we'll probably do two ep- Two episodes will be for streaming Can last week. And real quick, on the Top Ten episode, which is supposed to be one of our most listened to podcasts, it got botched by our podcast distributor. It Don't not- say it. Don't. Well, it, it got some technical, technical, technical issues. Yeah. It didn't get pushed um, everywhere, and it, and I don't think some of the people, some of our listeners, got notifications. So just in case you didn't know, you got the top ten episode. You can still listen to, it, and that's a great episode. So be sure to go back and check that out because that's just still sitting there. Um, because there was a, uh, on our biggest event podcast we've ever done so far. Uh, the the distribution well, got messed up. Shit so, happens. These things. It happens, and it's part of the fun. So it's I, part of the it's, fun. This technology what, for you. This is what making. This is what the struggles of making a podcast is all about. And I had fun doing it. Also, quick shout out to my friend Kelsey. I won't say her last name, but Kelsey Grammar. Text, Kelsey Grammar. Yeah, Kelsey texted me this week and goes, "My little, Frazier. my oh. little girl, <laughs> uh, dances to your podcast music." The bum, 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 da, da, every time it comes on, and I said, "Well, I need to see this immediately." She sent me a video of her child dancing to the song, and it brought me endless joy. Also, thank you so much for being a listener, Kelsey. That was Can't the sweetest thing. 
she plays this in front of her children. <laughs> we do cusses on they this. Just, they make it through the intro the, song. That's about it. Oh. The, the, the daughter is a wee babe. Okay. Th- anything's going in and out the other. Uh, so, Kelsey, thank you so much for that video. We love you. We uh, Thank you so much for being a listener. That was awesome. That was, that was so cool. Um, and I think that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Uh, again, my name is Max Fozzie. Max, well, that's not that. My name is Max Liedem. You can find me at Max Fozzie on all social medias, including, now it is, at, and you can find me at Letterbox at that as well. Uh, Jordan Katzer, our producer. I'm nowhere. here on the left. He's nowhere, but he is. Off he is the grid. Here. Off the grid. He is here with us today, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It was fun. Today, I didn't it, contribute too much, but hey, we it was fr- fun. We freestyled. It was fun. Tanner, uh, where can the people find you? Danger Rush on Instagram and Letterboxd. Alrighty. Tanner, it was great having you on again. Uh, Tim, rest in peace. We love you. We miss you. We felt you're present with us here today. Um, all right. We'll see you next week. Uh, for everyone here, my name is Max. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week with some hot new content. So hot, your ears are going to melt right off. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>